an egoic like my soul and ultrasound podcast hello my name is efren and i am your host how is everyone doing this week i hope you had a wonderful week i hope it was non-stressful and i hope you're enjoying your weekend last weekend was valentine's day uh hope everyone had a nice valentine's day whether you're single or taken that you got to um enjoy it with your friends and family and more importantly the day after the uh, valentine's day you got to um buy all the chocolate you wanted because it's on clearance i stocked up on reese's i love reese's in today's episode we're going to talk about the spi or the dreaded spi or whatever you want to call it it's a headache i know it's a pain in the ass i know i went through it um you know spi ultrasound physics it's not something you're going to be able to get away from you really won't because it's because ultrasound is deep into the ultrasound physics, especially if you go into vascular and cardiac. It's all about ultrasound physics, about aliasing, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, getting your PRF right, uh, the baseline, all that's you know wonderful stuff. And then, you know, you get a lot of artifacts. You're like you will, you're gonna scan all kinds of different people, and you're gonna get people with ecogenic livers and you can get rever- uh, reverberation artifacts when you're scanning the gallbladder and even mirror artifacts like sometimes i've seen uh cysts in the posterior right lobe of the liver it's like right next to the diaphragm and you know because the diaphragm is like a huge mirror you'll see a mirror uh artifact so like it looks like there's two cysts and you know that's the that's stuff you need to learn and that's stuff you need to know and like i said it's not going to go any away anytime soon or ever also another uh point that you well another little fun fact you should know which i discovered recently apparently if you take your spi and pass it if let's say okay I took my SPI this year. I passed it. I also took took my abdomen and OBGYN this year. I am good. Then five years from now, if you decide, you know what? I'm going to go for my vascular now. I feel confident. I think it's time for to get the vascular <clears throat> uh, credential. But since it's been five years since you took and passed your SPI, you probably have to retake it again. So the SPI is technically only good for five years. And after those five years, if you want to take a different credential, then you have to retake it again. I was like, oh, hell no. So basically, once you pass your SPI, make sure you get every credential you can within five years. Otherwise, you have to retake it again. Sorry, but that's the truth. I just recently found that out. Um, there's a Facebook group um, called Sonographers Do It in the Dark. There's another one, too. Uh, I think it's called Just Sonography. And, you know, you learn a lot. They provide a lot of information. The Just Sonography group is really uh, student-friendly. So if you guys want to check that out, go on Facebook and join those groups. You won't regret it. You'll get all the information. And if you have any questions, they'll be more than glad to answer them for you.
All right, now, time to the nitty-gritty. Um, f- for my general education classes, I had to take, like, mathematical physics or math physics, and that was not easy, let me tell you. Apparently, even the respiratory therapists have to take that class, too. I was like, really? Wow. Um, but... I mean, technically speaking, there isn't that much math involved in ultrasound because the machines kind of do all the calculations for you, but you still need to know how to do stuff. And since I'm in a private school, it's accelerated program, so each class was only five weeks. So I had to take physics for five weeks. And those five weeks were torture. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to pass this class? Like, I don't know what to do, but... The teacher we had, he was so good. He was very um, open to staying uh, after class and offer tutoring to anybody who needed or uh, he, if you needed clarification and stuff, he was more than willing to, you know, sit down and, you know, explain it to you. He was very flexible with the assignments as well. And... You know, like he would, every time we had a test, he would like put us in groups and have us help each other out. So, I mean, it's in the best interest of the school for having like pass, uh, having all the students pass the class, of course, but he did really go the extra mile to help us, especially if he saw that we were struggling too much with the math. And once we got that done, which was like a triumph, like, I was very proud of myself. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I actually took this class. I passed it. And now I'm going to start my core classes. Now for uh, ultrasound physics, it's more on theory on how things work. And we're like, okay, this is going to be so much easier than the other physics class. And yeah, we were wrong. It's not that much easier. I mean... Sorry if I'm breathing too loudly, but, you know, I'm not used to talking to, like, this much. Or maybe because I'm trying to talk a lot, that's why I'm, like, out of breath. Eh. Work in progress, people. Work in progress. Um, because the way the class was set up, uh, for my school, um, we would go over, uh, like... Uh, one term will be, you know, each class was five weeks in duration. So, like, the first five weeks, we will go, like, chapters one through three. And then the following uh, five weeks, another two or three chapters, and so on, so on, until, until we finish the book. Our ultrasound, our physics teacher used uh, the Sidney K. Edelman, Edelman uh, physics book. It's the... Uh, little square green book ultrasound understanding ultrasound physics the fourth edition and apparently it's like the gold standard for for ultrasound physics like everything you need to pass the spi is in that book so all of her lectures were based on that material and apparently uh edelman used to um well the family still uh, does uh, little um, conferences um, for physics where, and they're expensive too. I don't know. I think they're doing now webinars because of the pandemic, but they used to have conferences in LA, California, Nevada, Miami. 
but of course they were terribly expensive like you will spend the entire weekend going over the book and then at the end of the seminar i think you were <clears throat> they would sign you off to take the spi and then you could take the spi right away so that was like one way people would you know uh one resource people will use to, you know, pass the SBI that will go spend a weekend just studying ultrasound physics, hearing it from the author himself. I think he's retired and I think it's the daughter that does the seminars now. And at the end of the weekend, you were good to take the SBI. But again, very expensive. Oh, sorry. Um, so our teacher... Basically, she gave us study guides. Uh, she would go over the book left and right. Um, she was very involved. A little too involved, if you ask me, because she actually takes the SPI several times a year so she can be up to date on what changes they're making or um, what things to look out for so she can tell her students, like, oh, yeah, like, the new thing is, like, um... I think they got rid of the console questions. Like, console questions were a big thing, but now I think they got rid of them. Or at least they were planning on getting rid of them for now. Console, yeah, she was like, console questions were a huge subject. She was like, okay, if you get any kind of these questions, you only have to switch one thing. Don't be switching around everything you see. Just one single thing and move on. And basically, you know, she would show us like how they would, uh, how they could word different questions, how, how convoluted they can be or how simple they can be and how like different things have different names and you have to like learn all the formulas and the different names because they can confuse you with that. When in fact, it's just a simple question. And she would take, would take the SBI several times a year. And I think she was trying to be on the committee for the SPI where she would actually get to um, write out questions for the SPI. And I'm like, wow, you really are involved into this. And, you know, the material itself is not easy. I remember we hated the class. I remember we didn't like her too much at first. But, you know... Especially since it was an accelerated program, like, I feel like we just needed that extra time to let that information sink in and just simmer. And, you know, once we had uh, the appropriate time to kind of let it, to process it, then we would be good. But because it was accelerated, it was like, you know, bam, 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 like overload, overload, overload. Sorry if that was too loud. And... Yeah, it wasn't easy. It was, it's a lot of information to take in, and you're going to burn through a lot of information. You know, the book looks small, but it's very deceitful. Like, it's a small book, but it has a ton of information. I would say, like, too much information for one person to digest, you know, in a single sitting. But, you know, as. Once we were done with going over the book, we would have uh, a review class afterwards. So basically, each day we would go through several chapters. Like 
in five days we went through the entire book all over again and it was a little easier we we're like why were we so like mad about this like this isn't that bad and like we kind of relaxed because i think the information finally was starting to sink in for us um for the review class we have even had like students from other cohorts uh, join us because they either took the SPI and didn't pass it and they needed to take their review class in order for the school to pay for it again. Or they were getting ready to take their SPI and they just felt that they needed that extra review. Um, <clears throat> so for the SPI, my preparation was I basically read and reread the book. Uh, at the end of each chapter, there's questions or review questions, and I read and reread those, especially at the end of the book. There's like, um, it said page 423, there's exam review, and there's, let me see, I have the book with me right now. Uh, there is uh, 600? No. There's 629 questions to go over, so. That's plenty of material for you to study as well. It will help you for the SPI. Like I said, this book is the gold standard for SPI. And also another little uh, resource we had was in our library. They had the Davies SPI exam review. So all the computers had it installed. So you can like say at the, at the end of the day, you can go over to the library and just do like mock exams or go over like um, the program will give you mock exams and then give you a score at the end. Or if you wanted to go over questions and then get an explanation on why you were right or wrong, uh, there was an option for that too. So it's actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. I wish I had spent more time on it, but uh, when we finished our review class, uh, we all had our SPI dates, uh, dates of the exam set up. So we already had our appointments and I was going over to the library and using the Davies SPI review. It's pretty good because you can it'll go over all the, it goes over a lot of questions. It will give you explanations. Uh, it'll give you the answer and the explanation for it. And then if you wanted to try out like a mock exam, like it'll give you a test of random questions uh, similar to the SPI and I thought it was really helpful. I wish I had spent more time, but when we finished the, S uh, the review class, got our appointments, uh, that's when the pandemic hit. So like we went from the campus had to close down and then we went to online learning, which was, uh, it was good and bad. Like we had to take our, all the OV classes online. So that was hard. I felt that was too much information to do online. Like I wish we were able to stay in campus for that, but unfortunately it was out of our control, but at least we still had, we were still learning, you know, in our once we were still learning while we we're like, quarantining at home. But I was able to, uh, take the SPI before, uh, well, it was a start of the pandemic, but it was before there was like a full blown lockdown. Like I remember going to the site, uh, 
it was by appointment only, obviously. You had to, like, uh, when you got to the door, there was a sign with instructions. Like, they wanted you to go to the restroom, wash your hands, come back, uh, enter, have, make sure you had them wearing a mask. And there was a camera in the hallway, so they were watching you, making sure you went and washed your hands and did all the all of all us that was being asked of you. You walk in, you empty your pockets, um, make sure you leave your cell phone and your smartwatch in the car. Make sure you don't wear baggy clothes. Make sure you don't take like a big old purse. Just take your wallet, a simple wallet with your ID. If you have family members, maybe have them drive you to the site and then they can wait for you in the parking lot with your bag and just go in with your ID. That's all you're going to need. And I remember I only had my keys in my wallet. Um, they gave me the key for a locker. I placed them in. Um, they didn't ask me asked me to pat myself down I know a lot of my classmates said that they had to like pat themselves down like from top to bottom like literally but I don't know what they were wearing though they might have been wearing baggy clothes so maybe that's the reason why uh, I think I was wearing like a t-shirt and jeans but the jeans weren't baggy at all they were more like form-fitting jeans I guess so don't wear baggy clothes form-fitting wear you know, keep it simple because, well, on my side, they were all super nice. It was easy. I went into the room and other people were in there too, taking their exams. But, you know, it was like, there was a limit of how many people were in there. I think there was like maybe four of us. And I think they could fit at up to 10 people at one time. But because of the pandemic, they were um, restricting how many people were in there at a time, obviously. Um, you know, I sat at the desk, there was a computer, there's a camera pointed right at you. So they're looking at you. They gave you the scratch paper, uh, so you can write down your notes. I didn't use it at all though, but, and I took my test. It was, I want to say it was fairly quick. Um, uh, you know, I raised, I didn't like some places, I guess you had to raise your hand when you were done and then someone would go uh go pick you up and escort you out of the room with me it's like oh yeah once you're done just you know stand up and walk out of the room i'm like really okay it was very simple but it was eh, it was a smallish room but they had like a big window and people were watching you and obviously they had um they had the monitor with all the camera camera like watching every single student obviously and there was only four of us so it wasn't uh that difficult for them to monitor us, especially since only four students, that's uh, that's all they had to watch over. I walk out, um, they, uh, I give them the scratch paper, the, the marker they give me, and then as I'm walking out, they give me um, the results. I was able to pass, thank God, and then just took the stuff out of my locker and then left, and that was it. Some people uh, were telling me that, oh yeah, that some sites were very rude to them. They were very strict. They were they had them pat themselves down up from head to toe. Um, I don't know why would they be rude, but I guess it depends on what kind of people they were dealing with, and probably they were under a lot of stress too. So you know, be nice. 
don't be rude to them. Um, like I said, leave your cell phone, smartwatch in the car. Um, and, you know, try to be, you know, as nice, polite, don't start no shit. And, you know, go in and take your test. Um, there's like 14 different versions, I was told, of the test. There are some that are very simple and some that are completely difficult because the questions are that convoluted. I want to say I got one of the simple ones. Mine was more artifact heavy. It was a lot of questions about artifacts. And I was like, oh my God, it can't be this simple. And then I got some very convoluted questions. So I was like, I have no idea what they're asking me. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm not telling you enough. If you have specific questions about the SPI and the ultrasound physics class, you know, let me know. Um, <clears throat> like I said, for me, I basically went over all the study guides that the teacher provided us. I went over the book, you know, I read and reread, you know, like one or two chapters every day. And then I went over all the review questions at the end of each chapter and at the end of the book. Uh, I did spend a little time on the DVCD, but like I said, it was only, I think I used it maybe five times, but then the pandemic hit and I was like, ugh. but I feel like it was good little review for, it was, I feel like uh, if you needed like a practice test, uh, the Davies uh, Physics Review CD is really good. Um, you know, find out uh, from your school if, if they have that in your library, if you can borrow it, or if they have it installed on the computer, and then you can go in and practice a little bit each day. That will help you out a lot. Um, I don't think it's that expensive. I think it's like around $60 on Amazon, but... Again, if you have the Edelman book, that's all you need. You don't have to spend any extra money at all. Um, I know there's a website. Uh, I think it's Ultrasound Review URR. Oh, I forgot the name of it. Um, let me hold on. I have my phone. I'll check it right now. Let me Google it. Oh, I think it's Ultrasound Registry Review. Uh, and it's basically, uh, it gives you, uh, you can go over courses, like say Abdomen, it'll give, you, it'll give you lectures to go over. It's like a lot of material and it gives you a lot of mock exams and they're like very difficult mock exams. But if you score really well on their exams, you'll probably score really well on the ARDMS and the SPI. But of course, it's very expensive as well. Let me see if, ah, here we go. Yeah, it's ultrasoundregistryreview.com. And apparently a lot of people say it works. Like they have had good results from using this service. But again, you have to pay for it and it's expensive. And I wouldn't say, yeah, don't waste your money. Like really, like if you have whatever the teacher gives you, like they'll probably give you study guides to go over, you know, go over them, highlight 
everything you need to highlight, you know, make your notes. All the other thing I also went over were my um, class notes. You know, I had like a thick <laughs> pile of notes, but I went over them because the teacher would tell us, okay, make note of this, make note of that. So I would go over all the little notes that I would make or the teacher would tell us to write down and that would help us for the exam. So it's like, it's really up to you uh, to pass the SPI. I mean, if you're giving all the materials that you need, it's up to you to, you know, sit down, read it, go over it, you know, reread it until you're like sick of it and then you'll be ready. Like, you know, and also find out from your school if you have options if you don't pass the SPI. For like for my school, they did have the option if you failed your SPI the first time, you have to take six tutoring, tutoring classes with uh, the physics teacher. And at the end of those six classes, if she feels that you're ready for the SPI, the school will pay for you to take the SPI a second time. So, like, find out from your school if they have that kind of option for you. Find out if they have any of the Davy CDs for the SPI where you can go over questions and, you know, practice mock exams. Um, and hopefully uh, your school uses the Ed uh, Edelman uh, Green Ultrasound Physics book because, like I said, that's the gold standard. All the material you need is in that book, so... Hopefully, they base the lectures on that book, and all the study guides are based on that book. That will help you tremendously. But again, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the effort. It's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter. You have to go over the book, read and reread the material, go over all those review questions. Um, and also, I know there's SPI... Uh, uh, SPI flashcards. There's SPI flashcards out there from Edelman, but basically they just go over the book. I mean, they come in with an audio CD, and the audio CD. The only thing they do is just read off the read off the the questions from the flashcards. So you just follow. Uh, uh, if like you start reading the flashcards, and the CD basically basically just uh, reads them in order. I mean, they're good if you want to try to understand the material better, but I wouldn't say they're good for exam preparation, if that makes sense. And I wouldn't waste my money on those, honestly. I got to see them. Someone bought them, and I was like, oh, that's it. Okay, but basically, if you have the book, you don't need those flashcards. So, um, I hope this was... Uh, informational for you i hope i kind of helped you with uh, the spi i mean it's difficult the lectures are difficult like if you feel you want to like kind of quit or you just don't want to deal with this anymore trust me i know the feeling it's not easy it's not going to be easy you have to put in a lot of work and sometimes you just have to let it sink in, like let it simmer for a little bit, and then you'll start getting it as well. Pay close attention to the Doppler um, 
chapter, our teacher made a big deal about it. Like that's one of the most important chapters in the book because uh, the more difficult versions of the SPI are very Doppler heavy. So keep that in mind. Um, what else can I tell you that will help you out? Like get into study groups. Maybe you have that one person who's really good at writing up notes and see if you can make a copy of her notes or his notes. Um, yeah. And like, just like once you start your externship and you start scanning, uh, patients left and right every day, you'll find that you're actually using physics without even knowing it. You know, you're doing adjustments to the scale, the PRF, uh, angling the box, you know, pulse waving, pulse waving. Oh my God, that sounds true. By using pulse wave. <laughs> um, like it kind of becomes second nature without you realizing it. So don't let it overwhelm you. Like it'll come to you It you will understand it. It will sink in. And once you pass that SPI, you're good to go for at least five years. So make sure you take any board you need to take within five years of your SPI. Uh, well, can't think of anything else to add right now to this conversation. But again, um, if you have any questions, email me at anikoelikemysoul at gmail.com without the exclamation mark. Um, I'll also I'm posting these episodes on YouTube, so uh, you can leave me comments and questions there as well. Uh, if there's anything specific, you know, please let me know. Um, and I guess that's it for today's episode. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful week. Study hard. Like I said, don't let it overwhelm you. And if you need more specifics on certain subjects, let me know and let me see if I can help you or like provide resources for you to look at. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye.